The dragon gave a deep sigh. The metal of earth housed in this shrine helps maintain harmony and balance in nature. In the hands of a good man, it can do much good, but in the hands of an evil man, it can bring only pain. In you, I sense a great anger, though I cannot accurately divine your reasons for wanting my treasure. I know enough to tell you that you are not worthy of it. Cyan flushed. Bile rose in his throat. The nerve of this dragon to tell him he was not worthy. He clenched his jaw and tried his best at not betraying how furious he was. I am terribly sorry if you were inconvenienced by having to come all the way out here and return empty-handed. The dragon continued. Is there any other way that I may be of service to you? Tell me your name, dragon, he requested, not a hint of anger in his voice. My name, the dragon parroted, slightly taken aback. Very well. I am Malaya. Well, Malaya, today is the day you die. Cyan gripped his axe in both hands and sent up a war cry. The dragon was not impressed. You plan to kill me. Cyan primed his axe for a sweep, aiming to sever the dragon's head at the base of his neck. He followed through with a half-circle swing that spun him fully around. The axe had failed to find purchase. Malaya had vanished into a cloud of fine soil. Streaks of dust trailed Cyan's axe through the air. Show yourself! Cyan yelled. Let's finish this now. This battle can only have one end, Malaya said, materializing out of the earth to Cyan's left. And this is with your undoing. I think not, he said, cutting off in a yell as he hefted his axe. The blade bit into Malaya's forearm just as the dragon turned himself into solid stone. The shrill peal of metal against stone, echoed within the sanctuary. The impact set painful tremors into Cyan's arms. He reeled, dropping his axe to the ground as he staggered backwards and fell over. "'You're too persistent for my liking,' said Malaya, reverting to his normal self. "'From earth you were made, and to it you shall return.' The ground beneath Cyan became very soft. To his horror, he found he was sinking straight into the earth. He clawed at the dirt as it swallowed him, but his fingers merely dug runnels in the soil. Soon he was up to his head. Then that, too, went under until no trace of him was left. There was no air. There was no light. Streams of dirt ran down his throat and nostrils. All around and inside him, the dirt was hardening, turning to stone crushing his body. He would die in his own grave, a practicality he might have appreciated were it happening to someone else. The packed earth tightened, squeezing the breath out of him, collapsing him into himself, tighter, tighter, until pop.